Welcome to the Battle Buddies. 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 I'm buddies. the GM, and these are my friends. Dum, 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 uh, dum, oh, dum, oh. Dum. And this might be the last episode of The Blades in the Dark. I hope you guys have had a good time. Yeah, man. There, there have been a lot of blades, and there's been a lot of there's dark. A lot of darkness and blades. Otherwise, Mondin would never go outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, can't, he can't be caught in the sun. Yeah, the willow blade, all the blades. <laughs> so there have been a lot of blades. Yeah. Lots of swords, lots of uh, a fair amount of darkness. I, I'm not sure how much, like there's been a lot of blades, there's been a lot of dark. I don't know how much of that has been combined, though. I mean, it's it's nighttime right now, Yeah, yeah there, right? there are definitely blades in the darkness at this moment. I do feel like we've yeah. mostly seen blades during the day, though. But I think this is the culmination. It's the bl- titular Blades in the Dark mm-hmm. right this, now. This oh, I the see. the Blades okay. in the Dark moment. This is you know? the reason yeah. for the game right now. Um, right. We've been building two of the Blades in the so yeah, Dark. Yeah, last time, last time you guys uh, helped participate in a Battle of the Bands. Uh, technically. Technically, mostly <laughs> Chester and Miriams sat up uh, on the bleachers and got high. Um, yeah, I like to think that crowd, like the party, really started to kick off after we dove into the. I'm mosh, not going to say that's wrong, but Don't say it's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's also <laughs> true. Um, Tim was crowd surfing and and trying to cast some spells, and then the ritual sort of happened. Uh, a ritual sort of happened anyway, which coincided with um, a giant monster crashing into the island simultaneously, which you guys didn't know about. Yeah definitely seemed like a coincidence mm-hmm. yeah totally not linked together at all but first i think we're gonna do a quick few moments uh you guys all have doppelgangers right yes mm-hmm. tim doesn't tim definitely has a doppelganger yeah tim has at least 12 <laughs> doppelgangers like, no, doppelgangers those are some cousins the one fucking person <laughs> who has a million goddamn basically clones of himself you said you were disguised <laughs> as one of the other tims yeah. So yeah. Which, Tim, but that's... which Tim were you disguised as then? Uh, let's go with... Stinky Tim. Humble Tim. Humble Tim. <laughs> Humble Tim is the lead singer? <laughs> yeah. Humble Tim the singer. He, he Humble Tim is where they play tennis in this world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll he'll found that later on in his life. Yeah. Humble Tim is Humble Tim. That's, that's fair. Uh, do you want to... We can... Um, I was thinking we would do like flashback scenes with each of you guys and your um, your doppelgangers, but I think if Tim is the doppelganger hiding, that's not particularly necessary unless you want to do one. Yeah, I think I don't think Tim needs a, a flashback for his situation. Uh, both both Miriam and Chester, your guys' doppelgangers are uh, headed 
headfirst into a consequence, which is kind of why we're doing this. And also why we brought them. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so yeah, I guess, I guess let's go to, go to Chester, Chester and um, False Orange. Who is False Orange and how did you meet him? Um, False Orange, we were at a luxury milk fountain. Ah, uh, yep, yep. Of course. And we accidentally touched tongues while going in for the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys you guys reach out for the same spot and, and you, you. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a meet cute. Mm-hmm. But with a man and his doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, I was taken aback by my handsomeness and what I thought was a mirror, but it turned out to be another tabaxi. Uh, what, are we going to play this out? Are we going to pretend we just touched tongues right now, Steven? Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> why hello? <laughs> Mm, so oh my wow i i'm sorry i just i just always get so into it ah, when yes. i'm here at this luxury milk shop. can't resist the milk you know i just lose right, myself cats resist it mm, well hello there <laughs> oh we're cats it's nice to meet you pleasure's all mine i go in to shake his hand uh yeah you should he shakes your hand as well mm, wow what a firm grip you have yes oh, very soft yet firm as well oh my your fur is so bouncy and full Do you, is that orange natural that's yes, actually it is. Um, and yours, yours is yours natural. Uh, unfortunately, not. I, I do apologize. Quite, quite false. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I really something about you just really speaks to me. Um, there's, there's like going down this path. There's no way this isn't going to lead to like gay sex. Um, like the <laughs> dice roll? Is that what you said? No, I said <laughs> I, I mean, you cut out there. Sorry. Oh, I heard what he said. What he said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, gay sex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> this is a family-friendly show. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to tell you that it didn't happen. Um, no. Um, have we had, like, one sex scene besides, like, <laughs> Rava? <laughs> have we had a sex scene? I think we're about to have a sex scene. <laughs> Uh, now buckle your seatbelts, boys. It's about to get raunchy. <laughs> you're you're going to have to, you know, make some sort of of um, social sex role, some sort of social <laughs> role uh, in the process of convincing this person to be your doppelganger. He's going to do it regardless. Oh, he's going to do it. But um, <laughs> the the success or failure of your role will determine uh, certain consequences. Ah, Jesus. Okay. Uh, all right. So it's, it's up to you. Um, you know, how, how do you, how, I mean, this certainly sounds like either a consort or a sway. Consort sounds the most. It definitely sounds like consort. Oh, yeah. we're going to consort. <laughs> I certainly wish I had points in consort. Sway makes more sense. Oh, we're going to sway <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> sway someone with charm. I'm charming this guy. Yeah. Sway with charm. Um, I'm gonna do sway. I, I think I think the main difference between sway and consort is sort of like like sway. You're also deceiving the person, and in consort, you're being a lot more open. I am sort of deceiving him. Like, yeah, I I think this is this is very much you convincing him that it's not as dangerous as it probably actually is. Well, I'm also convincing him that I'm I'm interested in a relationship, but really, I'm just looking to mess around. <laughs> really, you just want a doppelganger? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, cool. So is this controlled? Um, I mean, I've got him yeah, tied up well. right now, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> sure, let's go with control. Uh, I'm going to ex- assume extreme effect. Well, 
Just standard effect. Okay, we really hit it mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. All right, wish me luck. Fours. All right, we will go ahead and move on to Miriam. Miriam, how did you meet your doppelganger? I've just been working out his name this whole time. I keep laying on Jim <laughs> as the name. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, Jim Belushi. But <laughs> Jim Beluga. <laughs> Oh. He's actually a killer whale that you painted to look like a shark. <laughs> yes. But no, I think we met at the gym. Yeah. I just asked him for a spot one day. This, this uh, fellow shark man. And then asked him to be my doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> do we, do we want to role play in the gym? I don't know what it's going to lead to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous game we're playing here, guys. You're real, you're real tough, tough mother, Mister Mister Miriam. <laughs> oh yeah, you sound like a tough guy too with that voice. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at those big old muscles. You can really you can really bench press anything, can't you? <laughs> oh yeah, this is definitely gonna lead to good sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're so strong and muscular. <laughs> Why don't you spot me on the squat rack exercise? <laughs> I haven't done many squats. My legs are lots of skinny. Uh, he's one of those guys. Well, we're going to have to beef him up if we're going to be my doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> the most natural way to transition uh, to that request. <laughs> yeah, you, it sounds like you really like me. How would you like to be me? <laughs> <laughs> be you? How are you? How are you going about convincing him? I guess... I'm commanding you're him. You're commanding. That's, uh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Command? Uh, you're mine now (laughs) after you spotted me you belong to me go ahead and yeah make a make a controlled standard before you spot me i must have you sign this waiver (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh, no no. (laughs) richard rolled a one I'm not going to stress myself for this guy. <laughs> you didn't stress yourself at all. He is going to he's gonna point you out just immediately. Oh, boy. Jim, I feel like we're going to be lifelong friends. Um. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Miriam. <laughs> you should have hey, tried having sex with him, man. <laughs> uh. Now, listen, when we're at this battle of the bands, if someone attacks you, what I would do is I would... Just bite them. <laughs> you really want to be me? Even if they're a man? Like, just Especially bite a man? Especially if they're a man. <laughs> All right, You're Mr. Gonna Miriam. You're going to love it. And after you do it, call me over <laughs> so I can join in. Uh, so, yeah, we're now, we can go We can go back to the, the present God, day. That was so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of rich background. Oh, yeah information um so yeah you guys are um you guys are high you're dancing around there is a large officer headed towards miriam's doppelganger and you guys don't know where leonard is tim you see uh floating around your your robot friend montana at least three spirits including the hay ghost he's like been like pulled into a vortex around uh, around him you see Soretta up on the stage with near the uh, where the other Leviathan Hunter robots are, and she seems focused on one of them in particular. And yeah, uh, the the necromancer uh, continues his song as as the spirits sort of swirl around um, 
What do you guys do? Who does who does what? Let's start with Tim, I guess. Uh, let's bum rush the stage. You're gonna bum rush the stage? Yeah. Damn. Uh, there are uh, also large insect things that are cracking out of boulders. Oh yeah. And about the, like they look dangerous. Insect things. Yeah, like big terrifying spiders. Yeah, but spiders can't help but look terrifying. They yeah, might not be that bad. They could be. They could be nice spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is there an animal handling equivalent? <laughs> <laughs> no. What are you going to try and handle? Big terrifying spiders? No, I don't think so. I think, I think the DM's trying to give us a hint that these aren't friendly spiders. Mm-hmm. That's. Can I wreck a spider? Just, just wreck. Oh, em. you could wreck a spider. There's definitely one, you know, within probably like 15 feet of you or something. Uh, and and Montana does seem to be like pointed. He he has his he has the willow blade drawn, and he's sort of like pointed in that direction. He's he's facing the uh, the nearest one. I'm gonna pull out a slingshot and shoot a light out. A light, like a wreck wreck a light. Oh, okay. Um, Have it rain shards of glass or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the the lights are all off, but yeah, you can still you can still shoot um, one of the ones like. Except for the, except for the ones that are like pointed at the at the main stage right now, mm. um, but yeah, you can still shoot one of the other ones and, and break the glass and stuff. That's that's yeah. I, I'm trying to like rain down shards of glass on these murder spiders. Yeah, um, go ahead and pull out pull out your slingshot. What, how do what do you? Is it like a tiny bone that you've put in your slingshot? Is it a bone slingshot? I, I think it's it's like a bone slingshot, and then I also use like. I don't know, goblin teeth or something as the ammo. <laughs> uh, to be a necromancer. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a bone. Uh, what's the uh, position? Uh, you guys are in a risky position. Uh, standard effect. I am. Wreck, wreck, wreck. Two and a four. You do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. So you you're, you you shoot out, you shoot out the... Uh, the light it, go, it comes raining down on the the nearest spider it doesn't seem very happy about it but by and large the glass just seems to kind of like bounce off of its exoskeleton um as it as it looks up above towards the towards the source of the um you know, and now there's glass the rainy, on the floor the and glass. i don't have any shoes <laughs> there's glass all over the place um did you just decide to not be wearing shoes yep so yeah, largely like like <laughs> you, you didn't definitely... have to make that decision. <laughs> That's true. You, you do all Tims not wear shoes? Is this like a common thing? Yeah, it's a common thing. Okay. No, he's shoeless Tim. No, I'm shoeless Tim. It's the... <laughs> that was my pre Necro Tim name. <laughs> or Tim's disguised as shoeless they all Tim. they all have backup names in case they lose their main name. You do see you do see the the uh, you know the the large insect creature. As it as it takes a step and it steps on some glass, you know it, it gets hurt from that. But the um, the raining of the glass didn't seem to affect it too much. They just sort of like bounced off its exoskeleton. Guys, go for the feet. Why are we fighting? Uh, first of all, okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to get in the headspace of Chester right now, and I feel like in order to do that, I'd have to be rolling because um, that's where he is. <laughs> I. I'm not sure if he's just having a bad trip or what, but re- either way, if he sensed a threat, and especially if that threat were giant spiders, he would not want to be anywhere near here. What's his motivation? <laughs> it's a it's a totally fair question. What is our team's motivation here? 
We could just leave. <laughs> yes, Tim, keep fighting. I'm going to go check on um something back at uh, Tim's. I'll catch you later. <laughs> I think it's time we got the fuck out of here. Yeah, this party's gone weird. <laughs> or is there a way that we could take advantage of this situation? Is, is like Linner out of position or something like that? Yeah, you guys don't know where Leonard is right now. I don't even know what I'd do if Leonard, if I saw him. Like, we've had lots of opportunities to kill him, but I don't know if that's our motivation. Yeah, you guys have had opportunities to, like, fight Leonard, and you haven't. I think maybe this time Leonard's finally gone just a little bit too far. This isn't even a party anymore. And I might have to... It's a fucked up ritual. <laughs> I know I never said I would, but I might have to cross my line, my only line, and I might have to eat a tabaxi. <laughs> and I'm not talking about what I did with Kevin the other day. <laughs> Miriam pulls out his blade in the dark. Yeah, Chester pulls out his dark blade. <laughs> Tim Tim has a dark blade. It's the dark willow blade. Yeah, I say we kill Leonard. <laughs> I say we kill Leonard. <laughs> Copy that. Oh man. Killing Leonard. Imagine what Imagine uh, how things would have gone if we had just killed and eaten him earlier. We would have avoided this whole thing. This whole thing would just be a distant memory. This would just be a regular-ass battle of the bands. With flowers. <laughs> uh, probably. So yeah. so as you guys are, are having this discussion, and I, I assume uh, Miriam and Leonard are, you know, still rolling, still, still tripping out, you do see that large officer... Uh, kind of like step past you guys and uh, immediately grab Miriam's uh, doppelganger and he he punches him straight in the face. Oh, man. <laughs> he does not hesitate. Is this a hate crime or like... Uh, and you, you hear him shouting, you're under arrest for eating people! <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so you guys got him. Well, that said, <laughs> yes, well done, officer. You caught the crook. Then you immediately hear uh, the doppelganger cry. He's like, I'm not him. I swear. Oh, God, I'm sorry. It's over. He's over there. Oh, that. We're just a couple of innocent dogs, officer. We don't know anything <laughs> about eating people. Points directly towards you guys. Oh. It, towards us, hidden in a pack of dogs. Which dog is it? Mm -hmm. I just got to attack this officer now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do I, have your blade in the dark already out. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. There's a lot of cops here, though. That seems pretty risky. Yeah, but I am rolling. Definitely <laughs> risky. Let's see. Wait. Let's pause. What would Miriam do? Miriam would just eat a man. Well, no. I feel like we'd more likely try to. We could talk our way out of it, <laughs> and just have like Jim get arrested. Yeah. But how? What we need is a reliable narc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Brian, we need Brian up. to defend our name. I think I think maybe Brian could convict this other shark person in your place. Yeah, is Brian around? Brian's at the thing, but yeah, how how are you guys going to get Brian to convict this person? We need someone with a really high survey to find <laughs> Brian. <laughs> I'm going to roll survey. Um, You're gonna, I'm going to roll on this X a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> roll survey. Look for the most average-looking, mediocre person in the crowd. Desperate? Yeah, definitely. This is definitely desperate at this point. Miriam's mind is like a computer as it scans every face in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I could spot rituals and narcs. 
I could spot mediocrity from a mile away. <laughs> Let me just stress myself. <laughs> this is very important. Satan, just give me your guidance. Can I stress myself <laughs> twice for this? No, you can only stress yourself once. Oh, just once. Yeah. Oh, God. Yes! Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Oh, man. This is, there's definitely a six in there. And several fours and a five. That's a lot of dice you just rolled. Hey, it's that survey. Um, that's why I leveled it all up. <laughs> to find he, Brian when we need him he most. Knew, he knew it would be useful uh, in the attempt to find Brian. When we planted him as our roommate all those years ago. <laughs> it was for this very reason. So on your roommate application, it says you're a narc. <laughs> Do you go into more detail so about yeah, you, that? So you yeah, definitely, you definitely catch Brian. He's, he's kind of off on the, the other side of the, the area, closer to Tim right now. Chester, I think we need to call in our, our ace in the hole. Oh. <laughs> the Brian in the hole. The, is it that time? We've, we've, been pre- pre- we've been preparing for this very moment for years. Since eight years ago. <laughs> we only get one good narc. Are you sure you want to use it on this? <laughs> a little bit of jail time? Think of all the, Think of how yoked you'll get, Miriam. Oh, man. You've really convinced me. <laughs> You've really swayed me to go to jail. Maybe we just bite the bullet. Maybe we just go to prison. <laughs> Have a couple interviews there. Yeah. Hold some interviews. When we get out, our potty business will be better than ever. Oh, man. But that cop's coming here really <laughs> yeah, fast. The cop is, like, walking towards you guys. Does he have a weapon out? Uh, he's got his fists. He's a big man. Okay, fine. I'll go get Brian. Uh, hold him off as long as you can. All and right. I run on all fours to get you Brian. Okay. All right. <laughs> and I bark at the crowd to get out of my way. Um, Miriam uh, puts his fists up, ready to brawl. Tim. Uh, what were you doing last, Tim? It... I was shooting glass. Okay, you and... shot the glass, right. Yes, while still crowd surfing. While still crowd surfing. Um, I'm gonna try and surf on this rioting crowd towards, uh, Montana and Hay Ghost. Okay. As you're surfing that way, you do sort of notice, both with Montana and the other, um, robots, the ghosts that are spiraling around them are sort of getting closer and closer to the, uh, glass file. They're going to absorb all these ghosts, I'm sure of it. And and are you going to let that happen? Um, I want to use, I guess, a tune to have the ghost spiral around me instead. Whoa. And absorb your essence. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Come to Maybe me, that. ghosts. I say, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and I'm assuming risky still. Yeah. Yeah, you're still you're still in risky position, standard effect. Oh, oh man, did do it. You did you did do it. But there is a complication. Yes. So not all of the ghosts come towards you. The hey ghost definitely does. He responds to his command word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's there's power in the name. There is power in the name. Um, and and one of the other ghosts who I have not named or described. Uh, hi, hi. No, other other ghosts are more than just single words. But there is there is at least one that continues to uh, stay around and, and swirl around your friend Montana. And as it as it gets closer and closer, you continue to approach, and you see you do see uh, Soretta on stage. You kind of you kind of like look up towards the main stage for a moment, and you see her actually pulling a ghost away from one of the robots on stage as well. Hmm. That's really that's really all you get a you get a image of there. Is there a way I could like deal with the devil to get the ghosts like 
I want to. I want to get that last ghost. You want to get that last ghost? Yeah. What if they like possess me or some shit? Already. Whoa. Whoa. It's hard because I don't want you just to like make another attune roll because uh, that's yeah. kind of boring. If you can do something else to try and capture this other ghost, not attune, but like some some like physical act of either jumping towards or jumping onto Montana to try and you like gotta bust this ghost. physically physically catch the ghost. I think that's like a different action and it would give you another opportunity. What I think I'm going to do is kind of basically jerry-rig a funnel onto his soul port to go to a different... Uh, You're just going to try to suck this spirit into a different file? Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you learn that from tinkering with Zan? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> all that all that necro juice he was eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds potentially like a finesse. I was thinking tinker. Tinker as like, well, okay, yeah, yeah. Based on like messing with his suit of armor okay i would say this is a this is a um desperate situation you are you are tinkering under a very tight time constraint here and i want to do a devil's bargain and a devil's bargain Whoa. yeah oh, man those bargains are hard because they have to be bad does the devil really have to be bad yeah he could be a nice guy so it's it's like what does tim care about and can he lose at this point or what is a consequence i can apply here does tim would tim be able to offer something like if he thought of something yeah yeah i mean if you guys have ideas hey tim what do you think the devil would want for this (laughs) brian brian (laughs) dude i would be like that would be so wild if i was running up to brian he just disappeared down into a fiery (laughs) point Like Tim, we're gonna use Brian. Yeah, when Brian signed his roommate contract, Tim actually bought his soul. <laughs> the other thing, and I, we, we can we can cut this bit out. I was I was thinking about adding in a mechanic for this last session, which is gambits, um, and gambits are essentially like a a group dice pool that you guys have. Um, it it kind of shifts the game from a hard and grungy. You know, uh, hard and grungy to more of like a science fiction-y. You guys have a lot more luck and skill, and you guys have this like pool of collective dice you can pull from. That sounds tiny. Um, yeah, and it, it it sort of it sort of represents you guys changing from being like a low level group to finally having some sort of like group unity and 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 starting to get into into this as opposed to just like. Just starting out when you guys have few skills. Well, in terms of actually earning that collaborative power, I think Miriam and I are there. <laughs> I don't know about Tim. That's that's very true. True, they don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> we like you. We just you just don't party. That is the the other the other side of it is like I don't want to separate out Tim from you two. Yeah, no, I think they can have the group pool. I think that's fine. <laughs> well, that was just, I was just joking. No, like, I actually <laughs> really like the idea. Yeah, I, I wanted, I'm making a devil's bargain here. Maybe you also get to pull your dice with all the other Tims, but they all have negatives. So <laughs> It's just like, I have no dice. <laughs> you lose a dice when you use a gambit. Um, here, here, here's an idea. Jet, What's up? How much money do you have? Uh, I have no money. You have no money? Okay. I you gave my it. last coin to my aunt. No, I think he's talking about, like, real world no. money. How much <laughs> are you willing to pay Steven to let you succeed? I got, like, a bunch of $50 gift cards recently. So Satan so. wants some coin? <laughs> um, oh, you have, you have special armor. 
You can use your special Ooh. armor for this. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, it's uh, it's just one ghost. I I had thought of this at one point, and I was like, okay, if he uses a special armor, that's worth one ghost. Oh, cool. Okay. So yeah, yeah you can you can you can expend um your expend your special armor to resist a supernatural consequence or push yourself when mm. you deal with arcane forces. Shit, that's awesome. Yeah, and so and so now you have you do indeed have um you know three separate ghosts sort of swirling around you, uh, Montana. No longer is is about to be, uh, you know, no more ghosts are about to be absorbed into his his glass file, and he steps into the direction of that um, creature that you dropped the glass onto, um, Chester. Yes. As you're running over towards um, Brian, he's he's you know a good a good hundred yards sounds far. That's that's too far, like fifty yards or something. He's a good distance away, and as you're as you're running over there, you do catch out of the corner of your eye, Leonard. Uh, sort of like, kind of behind the main stage, uh, just briefly as you're running. Uh, so I see Leonard out of the corner of my eye. Um, I need to put that behind me right now because I've, I'm focusing on helping Miriam get out of these dire straits. Um, but just out of curiosity, do I also see Kevin? Yes, yeah, you see him you see him kind of like right behind Leonard or at least you see someone Hard who you can presume. Yeah, you can you can presume is uh, <laughs> is Kevin. What what okay, well we'll get to that in a second. Um I'm going to sprint those 50 yards to Brian. Okay. He's going to see a dog keep on. <laughs> a big dog running at him full tilt. Uh yeah, you 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 keep on going, you run up on Brian, um, you do see Tim crowd surfing towards his robot friend, you know, kind of like dealing with some ghosts as he goes. What is Brian doing? Like, what do I find him doing as I approach? Brian's just in the crowd. He's just having a good time. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, man, you haven't seen Brian this awake, like, your whole <laughs> the whole time you've known him. Maybe when you guys first interviewed him to be your uh, roommate. Um, Brian. Um, oh, hey, Chester. I need you, yeah, I need you Brian. You, oh, you need me, man. It's been so long. Where you guys been? It's been like two months, something like that. Yes, it's been some time. We've been on. We've been on an extended holiday. Oh, okay. uh, rent's going to be a little late. Mm. I apologize for that. Um, I was wondering if you would do me a favor. Okay. Oh wait, rather, I've got, I've got something for you. <laughs> What do you have? And I and I lean in and I whisper in his ear, Brian, I've got a narc for you. What? <laughs> Where is it? What do you, what are you talking? Where? <laughs> his eyes go wide. <laughs> Brian, you see that? You see that shark person over there? The one who looks oddly like Mary? Oh shit! He's the Blood Street Eater <laughs> man. <laughs> I always, I always figured it would be a shark person. You know, I was a little suspicious of Miriam this whole time. He always kept coming black with blood on his mouth. No, no, uh, that's ketchup. Miriam would never eat a person. Uh, no, that's the man, and he's trying to convince the police that it's our dear friend, our harmless, lovable Miriam. And I need. He's always you. made me such good coffee too. He makes the best coffee. Don't you miss that coffee? We'll get you some right after this. I need you to knock on the real Blood Street Eater. Uh, he... You're a known knock in the community. They will believe you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> he's he's down to do it. But I think, again, 
I need I need a role to know how it's gonna go. Satan, help me convince Brian to knock. <laughs> you guys have called on Satan a lot. <laughs> Satan, my old friend. Is this like a extreme effect just because playing the Brian's narc? <laughs> playing playing the Brian's tendencies to narc. Uh, I'm gonna sway. Uh, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. if I were to do a devil's bargain, what would be the consequence? Oh, I I think if if Brian is gonna narc on someone else, information about you guys, what he knows about your party planning tendencies, will slip out as well. Like even though you guys have mostly hidden your equipment from him and stuff, there's bound to be like little bits of pieces of information. It's like there's some confetti all yeah. over the place. Yeah, yeah, just little little suspicious things that have happened in the apartment. That's the sort of stuff that will like slip out as he's explaining it to the officer as well. So you're saying as he's narking on this guy about being a man eater, he'll also slip that we're secretly party planners. I think you guys are are secret party <laughs> planners, but specifically, you know, they've been looking for people who've been planning secret parties and blew up that that manor. And uh, what's a worse crime? Like blowing up a man or eating such a man is probably the worst crime. Not gonna lie. I mean, our biggest concern about them like thinking that we're the party planners that they're looking for is if they dig into us and our background, they're gonna discover that we're also man. Yeah, Yeah, they're gonna get to Mondin and then it's going. They're gonna get to Mondin and like that's a known vampire. Like, (laughs) is he gonna narc on Mondin for being a vampire? What do you think, guys? Is it worth it? It could help our party planning reputation to get out there, though. I think it is the last episode of the arc, so fucking go for it. Yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> gonna kill. Our, we're gonna kill our competition anyway. I mean, <laughs> all right, Satan, you've got yourself. You guys, a keep deal. asking for devil's bargains. Eventually, there has to be one good enough for you, right? Yeah. I shook Satan's hand and made the <laughs> you deal. Made the deal. All right. Satan kind of whispers into Brian's ear and do it, Brian. Go ahead. <laughs> And and uh, it definitely sounds like you're swaying Brian here, yes, or consorting, but probably swaying. So how does the devil's bargain work? Does it just give me one more die? Yeah, you get one more die. Wait, did do, do Miriam and I have a shared die pool? Um, do you still want to do that with with you and Miriam? Yeah, Miriam and I we're on the top of our game. We're we're in simpatico, you know. You're both high at the exact same level. <laughs> you guys, yeah, we're 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 like resonating at the same high frequency. You guys have a pool currently of of two gambits that you guys can use. Oh, I see. So we have a limited number of yes. gambits. This is an important time to use one. Yeah. And then when you when you roll a six or you critical on a risky action, then you get another gambit back. All right, I've got Satan and Miriam on my side. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if we should sweeten the narc too. Sweeten the narc. Really? Should he narc on Leonard? And Brian, once you're done knocking on uh, <laughs> our good friend Jim over there, I've got another special narc for you. Oh, oh, yeah? How would you feel about knocking on the person who put your uncle through all those dire situations? <laughs> or uh, someone to punch of spiders here. <laughs> Yes. How would you feel about knocking the person who summoned all these spiders here? I know you're dancing in this crowd, and you may not have noticed, but there are a bunch of fucking spiders. Yeah, no, it's here. fucking, it's fucking terrible. That's why I was, that's why I was in the middle of the group. You gotta stay They're in the dancing. Still. Gotta stay in the middle of the dancing pack. The, the spiders <laughs> but can't I see can't that. I can't help way. it because the music's so good. Yeah. <laughs> that Brian Ferry. <laughs> I love that Brian Ferry. Uh, okay, are we risky? Definitely. Standard effect. Um. 
Mm. He does so love to narc. Yeah, you can have great effect. Yes. We have established that this is like a fundamental part of his character. (laughs) Bonus dice too. If I don't get a six, I am quitting. I love it. There's so many. you got you wrote that's so a bunch of oh bullshit. my god. <laughs> well, oh, you man. barely did it, man. Uh, so he the got first dice. He dude. did get a five. I pulled out all the freaking stops in this too. You sold your soul to the devil. The first dice was the best dice anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and you burned the gambit. Um, you do it, but there's a consequence. You suffer harm. A complication occurs. You have reduced effect. You end up in a desperate position. So yeah, Brian. Brian scurries off. Uh, he heads towards scurry faster. Brian. He heads towards. <laughs> um, he heads off towards Miriam, and, and you, you know you, you can see Miriam like ready to fight this this officer. I tell the officer, "Wait, I just have this one guy can clear everything up." <laughs> He's like, "Is that Brian the Rat?" Afterwards, <laughs> afterwards, you do see Leonard come back from behind the stage. And he is he is pulling off leather gloves. Listen, what Lena does with Kevin's his business. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Better uh, to be sanitary about it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. Miriam, uh, you you put up your fists. How do you keep this officer from attacking you until Brian gets there? Wait, officer. Brian the rat, he's coming. <laughs> he can clear this all up. I've been hunting down these man eaters for a while. If anything, I've I've got quite the case for you. Yeah, I was just about to citizen arrest them <laughs> before you interfered. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even read him his rights or anything. You just bunched them. I, I know all the detectives around here. You're not a detective. I solve cases. <laughs> I solve... What's your detective number? No, well, I'm not. Like, really, I just... Good Samaritan. What's What recent case have you solved? Just a concerned citizen. Let me, let me tell you something. I don't like Knox. I don't. I don't trust Knox. Most Knox. What the fuck? They're Knox. <laughs> All right, change of plans. Uh, Brian's gonna narc to someone else. I'm gonna take <laughs> care of this. this guy. Guy. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna make a deal with the devil. <laughs> what do you do, Miriam? Use a gambit too. You guys have one left. <laughs> I think I just. Uh, what are you trying to do first? Let's establish that before we start like stacking dice on here. I'm just gonna. Ch- I would normally eat him, but it's a big crowd, <laughs> and he's a big. He's guy. a big man. Yeah, <laughs> it take a long time. I'm just gonna stab him with my blade. <laughs> You're gonna try and get him with your knife. I'm gonna blade him in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, officer! Follow me to this dark little hollow over here. <laughs> follow Whoa. me into this alley, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> gotta walk in front of me yeah my case number's right over here <laughs> I've got all my files oh boy typically fighting in close combat is a skirmish uh, I don't think this guy's he's not gonna just get close to you without his defenses up I, I don't know I say we let Brian do his thing this guy hates narcs Brian, Brian has put away some of the biggest crooks on the island all right. right before I pull out my knife, Brian shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say that as a player? So yeah, it's it's you <laughs> it's you trying to um to like you know just scare this officer enough that maybe you're gonna fight him and maybe not. Uh, 
you you managed to I, I think you can manage to get just enough time for Brian to kind of show up at the last moment. Well, officer, if I am the Blood Street Eater, you really want to tango with me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've heard he's eating way bigger people than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Brian Brian does eventually. He he kind of shows up in between you guys as you're about to pull your knife out. I discreetly hide it. Goes, officer, officer. There's been a misunderstanding here. Officer's not not too uh, convinced by Brian right now. <laughs> That's all Brian says. <laughs> <laughs> he's mildly convinced, but he's keeping an eye on you. Is is what I'm going to say. He's not like well, he's going to believe the guy he thought was the actual Blood Street Eater <laughs> instead of Brian. <laughs> <laughs> he just punched him once and then he folded immediately yeah but that's like me pointing to another shark person like no that's the blood street <laughs> that's all he had to go off of and then a reliable uh well-established narc in the community shows up <laughs> well-established community narc brian i thought you were a good narc you really let me down brian brian's at least distracting and you know he's He's confusing this officer. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna also, you know, get rid of Cody's swaying Brian. Brian's trying to win this guy over, and this guy is not particularly convinced. The distraction works. Brian, give him this cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just confusion, right? Yeah, now. there's confusion. Um, at this point, you guys do see those those ghosts that were swirling around the um, big robots on top of the stage, sort of finally coalesce into their um into their glass files and they all jump up off the stage and immediately start like going to town on the uh the big scary spider things is chester back yet uh i think chester might have to go investigate leonard okay maybe we should do a a tim scene that's true what's tim up to um hey montana Throw me. <laughs> I want him to throw me onto the stage. He doesn't hesitate at all. He grabs you so fast and throws you. It's it's beautiful. It's like you guys have practiced it. It's just what he's wanted to do since <laughs> he's met me. He's been thinking about throwing you this whole time. <laughs> Roughly estimating your weight and, you know, really getting really mm-hmm. getting you ready. Uh, what's, what's your goal? What are you getting up onto the stage for? I want to fucking sing off that uh other necromancer you're gonna, you're gonna try and compete with with necromancer fairy yeah yeah so he's gonna throw you back up onto the stage with the tim and the tims yes all right uh i i tell the band all right guys let's get these horns a hooting and <laughs> <laughs> do the best we can i was just trying to figure out what kind of a role this would be what is playing in a band whatever i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a devil's bargain <laughs> Actually, uh, I want to use the ghosts that I have running around to possess some of my cousins to be better at horns. What the fuck? Are are these horn-playing ghosts, or (laughs) can any ghost just play a horn? (laughs) (laughs) That's for the audience to decide. I feel like that's a thing. I'm better at commanding ghosts than I am at commanding people. That's fair. You are are quite a bit better at commanding ghosts. Um... The more you guys ask for devil bargains, the harder they get for me to think of. So here, here's a suggestion. I'm open to suggestions. One of the ghosts just doesn't leave one of my cousins. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, actually. <laughs> They're just like... <laughs> they all don't leave your cousins. <laughs> Possessed Tim. Possessed Tim. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I that's that's solid. Um one of your cousins gets permanently possessed. <laughs> <laughs> if you do this. I'm willing to do this. <laughs> Uh, it's solid. All right, yeah. Risky, desperate. Um, there was something I feel like. I thought I was a desperate. I think yeah. I think you ended up in a desperate position from earlier. Uh, what effect? Standard. Woof. So you got a five there. Um, so your goal here is to possess your your fellow Tims with souls. Yeah. So you, for one thing, I think the only the only remaining ghosts that didn't get absorbed into um were the three that were following me three the three yeah. that are around you and then the one with soretta where's where's leonard's grandfather and leonard's grand well leonard's grandfather is i i i yeah he's one of the ones that was around montana earlier okay um so it was the hay ghost the grandfather of leonard and other nameless ghosts. Well, maybe the grandfather's the one that permanently possesses one yes, of the Yes, yes, I want that to be the case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you put the hay ghost and Leonard's father and other na- third nameless ghost, who can be figured out at some point, maybe, into into the spirits of your main bandmates. You do see them; they, they're they're doing a bit better, but you're having trouble really getting the attention of the crowd. Because all the lights are focused on um, the other band. You know, you're, you're playing, and it, it's almost like you're just drumming up more attention for them as you, as you play. Because there's no lights on you. Uh, that, that seems to be the, the main problem here. But people are paying attention to the band and not like the spiders or the giant monster. <laughs> well, now they're being defended by... Um, the, the giant monster, for one thing, is on the other side of the island. Mm-hmm. And people here don't really know about it, aside from the fact oh. that oh. there was an earthquake. Yeah, you guys don't know that that happened. Oh. oh. <laughs> I've been freaking out for no reason. Just a thing that <laughs> crashed into the island and the island shook. And it sprayed these pods all over the place and that's what landed oh okay all right uh guys guys hey friends uh could you get some lights on us i think that would help as as i'm singing to the crowd uh you you hear back from from mond and he's like samantha's got you don't worry we're on this already and uh you you can look around onto the over to towards the main stage you see um your friend Samantha from the last mission, she's like, she's she kind of dealing with some wires and stuff behind the main stage, and and you see a, a couple different lights kick on before she finally gets the ones uh, back over to you, and you do see, you do see Mondin kind of like looking up towards the clouds a bit, and kind of recede into the darkness. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chester, Chester, and Miriam. I think I think Chester does eventually catch back up to Miriam. Dealing oh, with Chester's this. going to Leonard. Oh, that's right. Oh, Chester yeah. was headed towards Leonard. Yeah, Leonard. Leonard came out from behind the main stage and and was headed back towards the crowds. I I pulled my dog hood all the way down to cover my face. Yeah, and yeah, I'm gonna go confront Leonard. <laughs> fucking kill. <laughs> as you as you kind of like get closer to him, you do see a bit of blood on his gloves. Mm. <laughs> hey, Leonard. <laughs> Leonard. Mm. Hello. Is that? Is that my friend Jim? 
Uh, no, it's not Jim. This is Dave. Hey, oh, Dave. it's uh, me, Big Phineas. Mm. I really like the way you play in parties. Dog Dave, it's been so long. Oh, we've never met. I'm just a <laughs> fan from a distance, mostly. <laughs> been so long since I've gotten any of your letters, I mean. Yeah, just really, really keen on what you've done here. This party's a real kick in the pants, man. I really love it. I'm going to get close and knife him. <laughs> I, I like that you have this character in the background that you've built up over time, sending him letters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Receive all those letters I sent you. I really appreciate the mm-hmm. correspondence. Yes, I do. I do appreciate it. I definitely feel like I've learned a lot about partying from you. Big fan. Yes, could yes. I, now, if you could, I trouble you for a hug. I don't mind. There's a party going on right now. Just wanted to give you one last Just message. Just one close personal hug. <laughs> Alright, what are you what are you doing? I'm gonna stab him. Alright. So that's a prowl. Yeah, that sounds like a prowl. Trying to sneak up and stab him. Uh Yeah. <laughs> oh, should I stab him? Yeah, you should. <laughs> he deserves it. He does yeah. deserve it. He's kind of a piece of shit, man. I don't know what blood he had on his hands, but that's suspicious. <laughs> He probably killed Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's dead, yeah. The thing is, I kind of want him to encounter his grandfather. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, he will when he dies. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. But his grandfather is like permanently attached to a tin now. It could be a while. We could attach uh, his soul to it. <laughs> I kind of want to get an understanding of what he's planning here because we've got a giant monster that we don't know about. We got these bug things. Like, do we actually need them to fend these things off? Maybe you just like get him in a, a dagger hold, like get a knife to his neck. You need to interrogate him. Yeah. Maybe I just like mortally wound him. Big boss style. I have like some alchemy that could knock him out and we could interrogate him. <laughs> Let's say that Miriam gave me something to knock him out. Can we do a flashback for sure. that? Sure. Oh, yeah, this is the good stuff. You just want to put it right on the knife and then stab him with the knife. Miriam, I don't think this is called for. You know how I feel about weapons. I don't like attacking people unless it's with my claws. I have the saliva stuff, too. (laughs) (laughs) Miriam, I just think that this isn't a necessary precaution. I'll be fine. All right, but I here it is just in case. Okay, fine. I'll do it. I'll I'll keep this with me just to give you the peace of mind. But I, I don't think I'll be stabbing anyone anytime soon. And then we cut back to the present where I stabbed Leonard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And I pull down the dog hood and whisper in his ear as I stab him. And I say, justice for Corky. (laughs) 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 And then I see Corky on stage like, oh, hey, Corky. (laughs) So, uh, so wait, what what was it that was on the knife that you stabbed him with? Drown powder. Drown powder? <laughs> uh, stand still poison. All right, what, make your prowl roll. Uh, cool. I'm going to stress myself because this is very important. Yeah. Uh, standard effect, I'm assuming. Standard effect. Whoa. <laughs> There's a five in there. Several rolls here where, like, the first dice succeeded and then everything else is a failure for Cody. And after I paralyze him, I want to stuff him into my dog costume. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you do, 
You do stab him. He gets frozen as you stab him. You get the sense that it wasn't like a uh, a mortal stabbing. You didn't you didn't stab him in any vital organs. There's not like I a, stabbed him in the hiney. So it's not like a you stab him right in the butt and not too deep or anything. I don't want to like really hurt the guy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, he he as he's as he's falling down, he's false orange is mine. Um. <laughs> Oh, kind of. shit. Well, now I am going to stab him to what it hurts. <laughs> That's one of the last things he, he, he gets out um, as as you stab him and he kind of like collapses into you. Yeah, so now that he's frozen, it'll make it much easier to slit his throat. <laughs> is that what, you, is that what you're going to do? No, okay. I'm not going to do that. Right. I, we need to interrogate him. We need information from this guy. And then we can kill him. But you do you do notice there were several several other officers um, who were kind of behind, back from where Leonard came from, um, who who see you as he collapses into you, and uh, they start headed towards headed your way. Uh, they, so I'm currently, as they see me, I'm dressed up as a dog, and he is not. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna roll under the stage with him. Okay. To hide. Give it a shot. And that's what I'm gonna change him into my dog costume. <laughs> I do wish I didn't destroy my walkie-talkie because it sure would be handy to summon a person here. Well, do you think Miriam, like, because the cop I was with was confused. Do you think I just walked away towards... I'd say you can probably sneak away. Um, yeah, just sneak into a pack of dogs. Because, yeah, you're you're dressed like a big dog. You know, you can you can get away. Um, that's that's sort of the the benefit of of Brian going over there and and trying to trying to narc. I think I'm going to go after the that Leonard guy who was backstage in my dog costume. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> we do have a shared pool of dice. Maybe we're like sharing our thoughts too. <laughs> Share thoughts and feelings. And I already have my knife out, so <laughs> might as well put it somewhere. <laughs> I think I walked by there right after uh Chester rolled off the stage. Yeah, yeah. So Chester, Chester can roll under the stage as as Miriam's coming up. You do see the two officers kind of headed headed in this direction. Uh, what do you do? I say hello, officers, because I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh? Did you see a a dog stab a man over here? I don't know nothing about no dogs, officers. <laughs> I think there's that DJ Dog Ears guy. <laughs> Yes, I, I believe you're associated with him. You are dressed as one. I mean, they, they do call him the Butcher of Dogs. <laughs> yeah, I know. By the way, that that red around your mouth, is is that... Ketchup. Is that berries? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strawberries. Do you have any berries? Mm. They're by the concession stands. Yes, we were, we were helping out. Um, we were helping out the organizer here, Leonard, deal with some... Deal with some troublemakers, and maybe you should help the crowd with the spiders. He seems to have gone missing. <laughs> oh, yeah, there are some giant spiders out there. <laughs> That's what the Leviathan hunters are for. That was all arranged before. Don't worry about it. Arranged? What's going on here? <laughs> he he suddenly stops and says, "Oh, we went. Uh, n- never mind then. Uh, don't don't worry about it. Everyone's safe." Yeah, it's best you be on your way then. It's best you be on your way. All right, can do. <laughs> Walk up, Chester. What are you, Chester? What are you doing? Well, I saw Miriam have that conversation from underneath, and I, I say our, uh, like we had, we had a special safe word noise to make, mm-hmm. which was, um, I don't know, like a bird call or something. I guess. <laughs> Chester, is that you? So yeah, after 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 Chester gets Miriam's attention, Tim. Yes. Um. You're up on you. So you're you're up on the stage. You have a light mm-hmm. on you now. Yes. What are you trying to do? How do I 
compete with Mr. Fairy? How the most the most beautiful voice you've ever heard? Yeah. How do I how do I compete with that? I think I drown him out with horns. Like, just... <laughs> you just you just scowl louder and louder and louder. Yeah. It's just it is just the thing. The thing about ska is that it is the opposite of what he is playing. Yeah. Uh, he his is like slow and spacey and. Yeah. Um I wanna try and coordinate with uh with Mondin to like cut his sound. <laughs> is that a, is that an option? Yeah, sure. Uh hey Mondin. Uh during yeah. this horn solo, can you uh can you get in there and just like mess up his speakers? Mess can up. Can you the... turn it to a bat and like oh, fly over there those, or something? Those spe- I can't turn into a bat. How many times have I told you guys <laughs> I ain't no Dracula? I don't got <laughs> I may have eaten, I may have drank some blood once, but that was just an experiment, okay? Look, I'm just trying to say here. No bat powers, but the, the, the may, is Mondin a werewolf? There may be something else I didn't tell you guys. Mondin's a fucking werewolf, isn't he? <laughs> uh, not exactly, but he is powered, <laughs> he, is, he is powered by moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the moon comes out from behind the clouds. And you see, you see Mondin kind of like, Glitter. you know, absorb some moonlight for a while. He gets, he, you see him like, he grows a couple inches taller. You see a handsome Mondin, you know, Mondin's like, it's, it's like he gets 10 years younger. Is he still greasy? He's still pretty greasy. Mondin. <laughs> but he looks, he looks strong. He's like, all right, Tim, I'll get on up there for you. I don't do this too often. It's a little scary, but. Just in one leap. Here we go. Uh, and he 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 deftly climbs up up the towers to to get onto the uh, the uh, to the to the speakers. Um, so yeah, you see you see Mondin climbing on up there. You hear on the radio, he's like, "My daddy taught this one to me. Don't worry about it." Do I have to absorb moonlight? <laughs> yeah. That seems like a pretty useful skill. Also, uh, probably shouldn't use your walkie-talkie while climbing. It's in my mouth. <laughs> uh so yeah he he climbs on up there and 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 uh it takes him it takes him a couple minutes like you guys you guys are really competing for the the sound for a moment as he's as he's making his way up there and and eventually does cut out the sound from the from the main the main stage and that's when people really like really start to realize that there's all these terrifying monsters around them and that the uh the robots have been like, you know, going through the crowd and trying to like push people out of the way of being murdered. And like this, this is the moment where everybody like really starts to realize what's actually happening here. And you do, you hear lots of screams and the, the two crowds, um, lots of screams, lots of, ska. lots of screams, <laughs> lots of ska, the two crowds, they immediately, disperse out of those two big clumps that they once were at this point yeah the the leviathan hunters i actually killed quite a few of these big um spider creatures including including montana he's taken out probably like two or three he's very good at killing that's good um (laughs) you see this robot with that sword and it is it is magnificent but you do you do (laughs) notice like like the other, the other Leviathan hunters, they move less mechanically than Montana does. He, hmm. he still seem he still seems to move a little bit, you know, in start, starts and stutters. 
but he's he's managing to do a pretty good job. Is it because Zan took out an important component? <laughs> <laughs> um, it looks like he's got two of these, and he just tosses one away. And yeah, I mean, this is this is probably this is probably starting to to wind down. So Miriam and Chester, you guys have you guys have Leonard. Yeah, I think we're gonna take Leonard to an isolated location and tie him up and like get some information, beat beat some information out of him. <laughs> Yeah, we've just been punching him for hours. You guys get him like underneath the stage, tucked away. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a big stage. There's probably they can't hear his screams over the ska. Over, over. Yeah, you guys are directly underneath the ska. All right. So to set this up, I'm gonna slap him in the face, and I'm crouching next to him. I slap him in the face, and then I I snap my fingers in front of him mm. to get his attention. What? No, not the snapping. <laughs> Yes, Leonard, I can snap my fingers like any normal person. <laughs> Damn you, Chester. All these years you've been mocking me. You've been mocking yourself, Leonard. What happened to you? You used to believe in partying. The spirit of the party. I still believe in partying. I just also believe in money. Then what What do you call this? This is no party. This is a farce, Leonard. You're endangering what, people's lives. What are, you, what are you talking about, Chester? We're saving lives here. How? Tell me everything, Leonard. Tell you? You you tell me. What are you doing? You guys are Miriam? screwing with the ritual. I, and I punch him. <laughs> <laughs> As you've noticed here, my good friend Miriam's punches are quite hard. And unless you spill everything, you're going to experience a lot more of them. He he. He spits up a little bit of blood. I, I lap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that tastes good. <laughs> yeah, more of that. Listen, the more you bleed, the hungrier we're going to get, and then I'm going to break my one rule. Oh, no. You don't want that. Look, the, that earthquake was a, a gigantic beast that landed here. The, the stone killers predicted that it would be here, and so we arranged to, to save these people's lives. Don't you see? All of this was necessary. The band part? The whole, well, that was just fun. But the, <laughs> the whole, that whole side of the island would have been killed. Killed. You guys, and you guys are here trying to stop us. You're trying to slow us down. Those, those Leviathan hunters needed those extra spirits so that they could be more ready and more active. And you guys, you guys hindered it. And you guys have just screwed up everything. You could have asked, Lennon. We would have helped. You had to trick us. <laughs> You and your secret parties, you you don't want to help with anything. Uh, wait, so is Leonard a good guy? Not exactly. <laughs> but kind of? Yeah. <laughs> in the same way that, like, Doctor Doom is a good guy. In the, or or in, in, the, in the sense that Forge is a, is a, Forge is more like a Doctor Doom character. So did Forge summon the big monster? Um, no. They just, they, they predicted that it was going to be here. So they're just trying to save this whole island. but they are trying to save us from the big monster right? the stone the stone killers through through studying the patterns of all these beasts and stuff figured that this one was going to crash in at this time uh so leonard let me get this straight you're saying that all of this isn't just some big party rivalry mm-hmm. oh oh i mean wow i mean i did try to screw over batswell and i wanted to screw over you guys and um well, I think we could both agree that we won, for starters. And then uh, Tim appears behind you with his <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Brought you something. I, hey, Leonard, uh, I'd like you to meet someone, and I pick up another Tim and put him in front of me. <laughs> Leonard, you've, 
You're a real evil bastard, you know. You don't have to trick people <laughs> like this. This is this is lies and foolhardy. There are surely other ways to save all these people aside from letting this monster rain down terrible creatures on them. Don't you see it? Yeah, Leonard. Uh, Wait, okay. Leonard looks ashamed. You explain to us what's going on because I'm confused. Is the giant monster summoning the spiders or what? Yeah, it shoots them out. Yeah. It's like a kaiju shit thing. Well, to me, it sounds like Leonard is trying to help. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, that's a, that's our man. <laughs> well, well, Leonard, uh, I really appreciate what you're doing saving this island and all. Uh, all bad for not knowing. Um, but what you did to Corky wasn't cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Is, is is he still very much? He's still very much arranged for those pirates to crash into the docks and like destroy the docks and destroy a way of life for half the island so that Forge Industries could move in and take control of the island. Yeah, but I also arranged for a doppelganger to get murdered, so... Yeah. <laughs> and you've <laughs> so eaten like, people. So, like, let me... I'm gonna make it clear, you know, he's not a good guy. He's he's more of a neutral guy. They are and... they are using... They are using the... Um, he and Forge, Forge in particular is using him, but what they're doing is using the image of saving people's lives to make them seem like better people than they are. Right. But they're still saving, like they're still saving people's lives. This is a very philosophical dilemma. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the in the same sense that that they're that they're using the souls of their enemies to, you know, fuel robots so that they can fight a war against terrible creatures. That's a little bit not cool. You know, it's um, it's 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 a it's a mixture of good and bad. Yeah. Uh, what'd you do, the fake orange? He's in jail. Oh. <laughs> 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 they they <laughs> took him in for questioning and. <laughs> What do you want? And that's where you guys are going to go soon too. The, the, they're looking for me now. I can, I can smell it. Uh, Miriam. Mm-hmm. No, that just means punch him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I punch him. So yeah, you, you, you can, you could punch him and knock him out. I mean, how much more? No, how much more do you guys? How much out. more do you guys want from from <laughs> Leonard here? Hey guys, um. Let's just go home. Yeah, maybe we just let the Leviathan hunters do the thing. That's what they are. That's what they're here for. I'm gonna go get Montana and let's head out. Yeah, just leave this gravity bomb by Leonard. Oh, <laughs> good. To me, this feels kind of like an Adrian Vite, like Watchmen situation. Yeah, where like we're we're the Owl Man and we see his plan and we get it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you still don't like it very much. We don't like no. him. Yeah, that too. But all these bad things have already happened, and it's kind of like the lesser of all the evils, in a way. Yeah. I don't think they need Leonard to finish this plan. <laughs> so he leaves a gravity bomb there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, what are you guys going to do with Leonard, you know? You know what? I've got an idea. I've got, an, I've got a fucking idea. Leonard, we'll strike a deal with you. Mm. We won't say anything about what you're all doing here. If you get us off these fucking Ignis Islands... Mm. And your wife? And so... And, and Miriam here and I won't eat you. And Tim won't bind your soul to, as his plaything. <laughs> and, Tim won't, and Tim won't forever compel you to do his bidding. I, I suppose I have some contacts who can help you with that, but are you sure you want to leave? There's so much potential in the future here. Do you want us around? <laughs> Listen, Leonard, you might be satisfied partnering in the same space for the rest of your lives, but the world is ours to to p- 
partying. They're summoning <laughs> unique and interesting ghosts to me. Yes. <laughs> so many people to eat. I I like the idea of us leaving the island. Yeah. Uh, no one appreciates necromantic here. It, w- it would be a scene of you guys <laughs> um, meeting up with Tutorian. Oh, shit. He's a portal demon. And he is the one who was offering vacations to this island at the, before the very first episode. Whoa. He, he is here and can bring people to and from the island. All right, Leonard, what do you say? I, Miriam's mouth I, is open by his neck right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to seeing you behind bars, much like I enjoyed seeing you inside that locker. <laughs> Very well. It's a it's a deal. All right. We shake hands, and I go, mm. Mm, firm. <laughs> this will also give you plenty of time to reconnect with your grandfather. <laughs> Damn it! I forgot about that. Um. So yeah. Yes, we are going to leave him here to keep an eye on you, Leonard. Now, how soon can you get us out of these islands? <laughs> uh, I don't think he has an, an exact answer for that one. It's probably going to take, you know, he's, he's got to contact some people and figure it out. You guys, you guys have got a few days, you know, you guys. All are... right, Leonard, we're going to leave your grandfather with you in this tin and we'll be in touch. You're going to take him with you, aren't you? Please, please no, take man. grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> no, Leonard, it seems the two of you have some catching up to do. It was also one of my younger cousins, so he's going to be around for a while. <laughs> no. You know what they say about cold bolts. Um, <laughs> so how do you guys, you guys just kind of like sneak out past, do you, do you sneak out the back? It's probably the fastest uh, well, way Well, I imagine out. Miriam has like a, a duffel bag full of disguises in his dog costume with mm-hmm. him. And so we're all going to don disguises and just walk out. <laughs> what do the disguises look like? A Goliath, uh, elf, <laughs> and <laughs> half orc. <laughs> Uh, I, I walk up to Montana on the way out. We're like, okay, we're going. Are you? Are you, we've disguised Montana as a big black bird Montana as well? Are you going to take Montana <laughs> with you uh, as you leave? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of the crew. Um, Corky can come too. <laughs> Corky can come. Yeah. So so and yeah. Thomas. You guys. You guys. <laughs> you guys definitely. Corky get like eviscerated by a giant spider on the way out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of us bat an eye. <laughs> Uh, no yeah you guys you guys um you get out of the event without too much more difficulty you know it seems like the uh the other leviathan hunters are are dealing with um the monsters pretty thoroughly you actually see Monden fighting one of the big spiders at one point uh he seems to be handling his own um <laughs> it just like lifts one and throws yeah it. he he picks it up and he throws it clear out of the battle of the bands arena it's a goddamn dracula <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what if a Dracula and a werewolf were the same thing? Oh my god, that's like that—the sequel to Underworld, right? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but instead of becoming a werewolf or sucking blood, he just hated the sun. Um, so I think on our way out, we're, we are—we're all just like got our arms around each other, and <laughs> it's like, well, well, boys, that was another party well planned. Good job, Tim. You've really, you've really shown your worth here. Yeah, I, I think it worked out. Uh, none of us died, and yeah, we we got we beat Leonard. That's all that matters. We beat Leonard, and we're on the bigger, better things. 
Uh, a whole world out there. <laughs> you got a whole world worth of parties to plan. A whole, boys. a whole world. So, uh, yeah, I think I think before you guys leave, you do have, um, you have an opportunity to go visit Corky. I don't want to like zoom in too much on the scene, but like Corky is staying with uh, the Stone Temple Pirates at Stone Temple, and yeah, he after he he explains to you guys that after after his hut got smashed, you know. The the pirates convinced him to help him out and and help improve their band. Uh, what to make it up to him for smashing his hut? Because they are the ones who did it. He wasn't too excited about that hut. It was all sandwiches, and you know. Was Corky even a sandwich vendor? No, he. I thought Corky. He dealt a lot with the sandwich committee, though. But he wasn't. He didn't enjoy it. He prefers pierogies. Yeah, he's he's doing what he loves now, which is rodeoing. Making pierogies. Pierogi rodi. Um. <laughs> Which is being a roadie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a pierogi roadie. <laughs> yeah, followed my dreams. Um, who else? Who else do you guys want to? Anybody else that you guys like say goodbye to? I don't think so. I, feel, I just I'm like like maybe it's an Irish goodbye. Yeah, I think I'm ducking out from like my debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. You still owe Aunt Tim like six coin or something. Yeah, I I like. <laughs> I I leave a note outside of Aunt Tim's place. Um, I mean, let's think about it. We've got Thomas with us already in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Um, Montana, got Montana got the Hay Ghost. The Hay Ghost is following Tim indefinitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the, the only with us. the only other Zan is with us. Yeah, that that's my question is is like Zan, Samantha, and um, Mondan. Mondan. And, and Gwen. And Gwen. Is, is, Mondin, like, we all have those... to get like a coffin full of dirt. <laughs> are all those characters? I think Mondin. It, it, anytime you guys are like, anytime you guys are going, if if it's even dusk, Mondin has like a real big coat and an umbrella. Um, yeah. it's it's my emergency yeah. gear. You know, I don't like, I it, it's okay. I'll yeah, we're fine. gonna take all the lieutenants of the party planning crew, and after that that job well done, we're gonna promote Tim. Ah. <laughs> To um, head boy. Well, I was I, I was head boy prior to that. He's double head boy rank two. He's double head boy. Double head boy. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's that's a nice promotion. Let's oh. pay more responsibility. And yeah, yeah, you guys, you guys get uh, you get led to meet with with Tatorian. Um, you should describe Tatorian because most people probably haven't seen him. Yes, and I I I give a heartfelt. I, Goodbye to my cat tree. I, I gave a brief description at the at the, <laughs> the the poor cat tree can't come along at the like in the first episode. But yeah, Tutorian, his his office is kind of located along like a craggy shore. Um, I don't. It's not actually on Jamboree, but it's it's on you know an island that's not too far from you guys. And so, what Leonard leads us to this guy. Um, he he gets the information from someone he knows and, and gives that to you guys. And I, I assume you guys take your your Neil the Teal Seal along with you to, to head that way. But yeah, he's... I think we might have to say goodbye to Neil. Yeah, though. Neil. Neil Neil's kind of a native of this place, you know? I thought we could, like, yeah. swim him into Tutorian. Tutorian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just how wide can your portals go? Mm, they're pretty wide. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't quite put it to the yes, test. Well, it's it's quite, an, quite an exciting experiment. Yeah, so... His 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 office kind of it, it's it's usually in a cave. You know, there's like a door that that's inside of a cave. Um, he's got 
you know, a, a medium-sized office with a fireplace behind him, and he is a, a man who seems to be made entirely out of coats. A uh, very large figure who kind of, like, increases and decreases in size as he moves around. Uh, you know, on, on his desk is, is Tatorian. Um, he's got, he's got like maps of the world around, around the place and, and, um, you know, some, some various items on display. Um, but he, ah, you guys are, you guys are looking for a way out then. Yeah. Let's get out of here. Not enjoying the islands very much? Well, they suck. Yeah, they, they, they are truly not great. We're also wanted for some, some reason, some sort of crime. Yes, we've, we've pretty much done all we can do here. Mm. Moving on to bigger, better things. Bigger. Giant monsters here. <laughs> Giant yeah. fucking monsters. True that we are. There are going to be lots of opportunities around. I hope you guys know what you're missing out on. Um, I imagine there are opportunities in the rest of the world, too. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yes. Oh, Tutorian's gonna miss us. <laughs> that that's a man who who knows what he's talking about. You're very right. You got my number there. That was a trick question. Why don't you come with us, Tutorian? I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> um and yeah. Can we pull you through one of your own portals? I'm already on the other side. Oh, that's weird. As you guys as you guys go through. <laughs> um yeah, I think uh, you know. We kind of we kind of fade out on a scene of you guys going out uh, through one of through one of Tutorian's portals to to pop out who knows where. But there's another Tutorian there. There is a Tutorian yeah, there on the at other, least know that on the other side. And one one final thing, um, not with well, not with any of you guys, but a final scene, uh, a similar looking office, but this one with an actual window in it, a large armored man. Uh, sits behind the desk, uh, kind of with a, with a, a open flame near him as well. Uh, a messenger knocks on the door and, and walks in. And, uh, you see him him hand him a message, and he says, uh, "Quinn, there's there's been rumors of a large barbarian wielding a great sword with a whale tattoo on his head, traveling around the world." And you see, uh, you see Quinn look down at the message and dismiss the messenger. He stares at it for several minutes before tossing it into the fire. He he um, sits back down at his desk and opens up a drawer and pulls out a a file that is uh, similar to the one that is in Montana's chest. Uh, and he kind of holds it up to his face for a moment, um, and then he says. Uh, Galran, I'm sorry for what had to happen, but the children were spared. And then he stands up and walks across the room and opens a cabinet with a uh, a similar looking frame to Montana, but it's it's clearly just a bit better reinforced. Uh, you know, it's it's a bit larger, uh, less round in the, in the ways that Montana was rounded and, and more angular. And over its left shoulder is uh, the great sword that you guys had in that um, big container at the beginning of the first episode. Oh, wow. Cool. And that's where it closes out. Whoa. Seriously, that was a really good ending, if I can say so myself and speak for the group. And especially Steven. Well done, Steven. You really had me at the edge of my seat there. 
yeah, that's going to be it for Steven's arc in season two. So moving on from here, we're going to move on to maybe one or two one-offs Why we buy some time to figure out who's going to do the next arc. It could be Richard. It could be some mysterious fourth person. Who knows? Um, Till then, we've got a few one-off episodes that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. Anyway, who cares about those episodes right now? We're talking about this one. Thank you so much for listening, for putting your ears to our mouths as we tell our story. And also, thank you, Caitlin Conroy, for putting your mouth to all of our ears with your beautiful music. She made the theme song to the Battle Buddies, which is arguably the most exceptional song ever created by any living person ever. And all of her other music is just as great. And you should check it out at CaitlinConroy.Bandcamp.com. You should also go to RadBotProductions.com, where you can listen to the rest of the episodes from this podcast. Check out our other projects that we're working on. And I don't know, have the time of your lives, I guess. And as always... If you're interested, you know, find us on our Facebooks, our Instagrams, our social media accounts. You're smart people. I'm sure you can make it work. And look forward to listening to the next episode, January 1st, 2020. Reign in the new year the right way with the Battle Buddies. See you then. Mm-hmm.